Baltimore to Let's Get It, where we attack today's local and national hottest sports topics. I'm your host, Randy Dutkin, and let's get after it. Good evening, all, and welcome to a special weekday edition of Let's Get It. Once again, we're coming to you. Today, we're coming remotely, as we can't be in the studio, as we are adhering to the social distancing, trying to do our part so we can all move past the coronavirus that's impacted many of us and continues to impact us in many ways. Again, like usual, I'm here along with my producer, Jason Bryce. And tonight in the studio, we have another guest. Jay, who is it we got with you? Hey, what's up, bro? Yeah, we got my son, my junior. We got little Jay, little Jay Jr. Say what's up, son. Hey, how are you guys? Hey, Jay, how we doing, man? How we doing? I'm good. Good, good, good. Jay, tell everyone where you go to school at, man. Uh, I attend Eastern Regional High School in Voorhees, New Jersey. Okay, okay. And what sports do you play? I play basketball. Okay, that's what I'm talking about, man. I'm talking about. So we appreciate you joining us on here tonight. Absolutely. Yeah, we got another great... Yeah, we got another great show ahead for you this evening. You know, we're going to tackle a couple different topics. One of the topics we're going to start off with, you know, obviously the impact of the coronavirus continues to impact all of us to a tremendous amount. Um, and the athletes who have been directly affected continues to grow. And the uh, impact on one particular athlete that just came out and was released last night, uh, Carl Anthony Towns, you know, our thoughts yeah. and prayers go out to him. Absolutely. 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 Um, as his mother was uh, diagnosed with coronavirus and mm. due to complications with that was put into a coma. So yeah, our I, thoughts I saw, and prayers man, go out absolutely. Yeah, I, I didn't even, did you watch the video? I did watch the video, and you know, with the one thing about the the virus and the, and the, that video mm-hmm. was so impactful because it just it shreds away the entire layer of him being an athlete, and we can all relate to what he's going through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think to me it was like wow because I was able to relate to you know if my parents got sick and and how that would be, and you know. Again, through most of what's been going on, you know, one of the things that has been continuously uh, shown and recognized with this is that, you know, the coronavirus does not care, you know, who you are, how much money you make, where you live. It, it's been impacting everybody. Um, right. It doesn't. It doesn't discriminate. That it doesn't. No, it do. does not discriminate. That it does it not. Does not. You know, so, you know, of course, like I said, we, you know, we got that going on, uh, but, you know, we're still going to, you know, be producing the show with you tonight and appreciate you listening here on Let's Get It, again, with my producer, Jason Bryce, and along with our special guest, Little Jay, tonight. Um, In addition to later on in the show, we're going to get into more of the impact that it's had on college sports, and we have a guest coming on, a local coach of one of our colleges. His coach name is Magic Mears. He is the coach of the Rowan College of South Jersey, Cumberland County softball team. So looking forward to have him on lately, later oh, on. Okay, good. And um, yeah, so we'll get some perspective from him on how it's been for him as a coach to break it down to his team and not be able to have, you know, the, the season as expected. And then later on after that, we're also going to get into a little bit of the impact that the coronavirus has had and the actions of some of the owners in different sports and how that's been received by the society and by the social uh, output after that's been said. Right, okay. So, now, so, but to start off, though, you know, Little Jay, I'd like to definitely get your thoughts, man. Um, you know, I know the coronavirus, as a, as a young person, has had its impact on you differently. Um, so let me ask you, man, you know, how do you feel about what's been going on, and how does it, how's it kind of, you know, changed your life? 
Well, it's kind of devastating because um, I don't know if you guys want to get into it, but I missed my whole freshman year of basketball. Wow. And um, like that after the uh, after I was done, I was just gonna uh, grind and try to get back to like my tip top shape. So that's kind of like on pause right now until everything dies down and all that. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, man. Um, you know, I mean, if you want to share, you know, why you lost that your freshman freshman year, that's up to you, you know. But, uh, you know, we always like to hear, you know, different stories. Uh, yeah. Um, like the end of September, I was diagnosed with like some form of cancer. And it put me out my whole freshman year. And Wow, wow. Right? Like... So I end, you know, the treatment process, all that. I end that March 30th. So my goal after March 30th was to get back in the gym, lose some weight, well, gain some more weight, get muscle, get better instead of just in the bed all day. But obviously wow. all gyms are closed, all that. So that kind of like put, put like a downfall into like my path of getting back. Absolutely, man. We um, we appreciate you, you know, letting our uh, listening audience know what the reason was behind you, you know, missing the year of, of basketball. But, you know, it's Absolutely. great to hear that you're on your way back and that treatment is coming to a close. Yes. Yeah. You know what? You know what? You know what? We can, uh, Randy, let's, let's just give it up for, for Lil Jay. Let's just give him, a, give him a round of applause for him. All right. All right. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, you know, just to, to delve into that a little more, Jay, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, talking now to my producer, Jay, uh, you know, going through that with your son, man, you know, and, and being so looking forward and always looking and positively uh, in the direction of how things are going to be once he's able to battle through this. Obviously, you know, the coronavirus now has impacted his ability to play, but also kind of you have to continue to try to continue to, you know, motivate him and, and look on the positive side. Yeah, yeah, you know, constantly, you know what I mean? Because now, you know, it seems like, and that's, that's, that's how life is, and a lot of us are kind of going through that, that, you know what I mean, you get through one hurdle and then you get through one test or one storm and then now here comes another storm, you know what I'm saying? And and this one, is this storm, you know, the first storm that we had to go through, the fact, you know, affected him directly, but also us directly as well, because we're the ones that care and love him. So then now there's coronavirus now and then you have, you know, a, you know, an individual that you already caring and protecting that. Oh, well, you know what? Listen, you know, they talked about this virus and how it, you know, with the immune system and stuff like that. So now it's like, you know, just when you you think you could take your guard down a little bit, it's like your guard got to stay up. You know what I'm saying? So it's a battle. And, and my, like I said, my heart goes out to everybody that's dealing with the coronavirus or any type of, you know, illness or any type of, um, you know, health concerns, man, because it's, it's, it's tragic. I mean, we, we, we're talking about, um, and not to veer off too much, but we're talking about, you know, Carl Anthony Towns' mother. And that's, that's big stuff. And it's big because it's sports. But, you know, there was a principal in Brooklyn that was like 36 that died. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, and then now her coworkers in the school got it. So it's, it's, it's like it affects us. In all areas, all facets, from the millionaire to, you know, the the one that's the penny year, you know what I'm saying, or the one cent, you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? So everybody is affected, man. So, you know, it's just, you know, just definitely want to be, 
you know, hopeful and, and, and prayerful for everybody. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know, it, it really does. And, you know, I want to go back to little Jay for a minute. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, you still have a lot of your friends and everything who are, you know, impacted too with, uh, with the coronavirus and everything. Have you talked to any of your friends about, you know, if they play a spring sport and it being canceled or, you know, their seasons and kind of how their thoughts and feelings are? Oh yeah, most definitely. Like my, um, my friend, she made varsity softball. Like she was stressing and then to find out maybe like two days after, like she made the team, they canceled school. Mm. So like that kind of impacted her. Most of my friends that play baseball, track, all that. Yeah. And I mean, I know that, you know, everyone, so what, let me get to the, the vibe. I kind of want to get the pulse and feeling, you know, of, of the kids in your age group and whatnot. You know, I'm sure at first, it was kind of a, a cool concept, like, oh, we're going to have off the school for a little bit. <laughs> Yo, it was, you I know, know, it was cool for me for, for work because I was like, oh, I'm good to be yeah. off. But then I'm like, wait a minute, I got to be a teacher now. You know what I'm saying? So, exactly. <laughs> but exactly. go ahead. Yeah. So, so, little Jay, though, so what are your friends' thoughts now, though, on the fact that, like, you know, this isn't just going to be a couple days like we thought it was. Like, it's going to be a while with no school. And on top of that, you know, for a lot of people not seeing their friends and things like that. Um, It's kind of like, they like they don't like it, but it's kind of like what I've been going through since like October. I pretty much been on yeah. quarantine since October. Couldn't see my friends yeah, so. play the sport I love, so I can see I can see how it's real depressing for them. Cause for the fruit the first few weeks, I was kind of depressing. I just sit in my room, play video games, and talk to anybody. Yeah, absolutely, man. And again, you know, uh, for those who who may have just tuned in. Um, you know, you listen to Let's Get It um, with uh, my producer, Jason Bryson. Today we have a, uh, a special guest, uh, his son, Little Jay, who's joined us for this part of the show. Jay's been uh, speaking to us about the impact the coronavirus has had on him and on his friends. Um, and he shared with us a very personal story that um, that has a very happy ending as Jay um, is working through getting through cancer. And his last treatment session is coming up at the end of this month, we hope. And moving on to bigger and better things and getting back to the man he used to, he, he was before that, correct? Yes, sir. Absolutely. I mean, and for our listeners, I remember when Jay was, was real little Jay, you know, and, and we used to play basketball against one another. Now I know if I can play against him because, you know, it's probably beat me now. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ab- ab- absolutely. I mean, so, but that's. You know, again, it's very interesting to get your perspective, get, you know, little Jay, and I appreciate you you joining us. Um, you know, it, it's not affecting just, you know, the, the youth. You know, one of the major things, too, as we talked about, is um, college sports and the impact that it's had on college sports for, and a lot of athletes losing their eligibility, whether it be a senior year or junior year or sophomore year. And, you know, what is that like as a college athlete? Because for many of them, you know, they – are reliant on it to either build their draft stock or, you know, potentially for a lot of these kids too, they lose their housing if they're at schools and they can't be at the school. So there's a lot of direct impact that, you know, is being affected by this and being felt by a lot of our college athletes. And, you know, that's something that, you know, we continue to delve into. Um, as I said, you know, later on, after we come back from commercial break shortly, 
Uh, we are going to be having a local college coach of the Rowan College of South Jersey, Cumberland Campus uh, softball team. Coach Magic Mears is going to join us to give us a little bit of insight on how he broke the news to his team and how he's staying positive and motivated, you know, with his athletes and with his girls down there. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of upsetting for like, I can't even imagine if I was a senior and then half mm, my, I know half of my year is pretty much away. I know, cause you can't get it back, and yeah. that's the thing. And I'm wondering, you know what? You know what's one thing? I'm, I'm I'm going off on a tangent and pondering, but I'm wondering if those seniors, you know, will they have a chance to get like another year of eligibility? You know what I mean? Because that that might they might have been looking forward to this senior season to you know kind of make sure that they stats is where it needs to be or maybe get that last minute scholarship or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Well, you know, we're going to get into that a, a little bit more. Um, mm. I know that the NCAA, if we go up to that, from that level, I know obviously the high school level is going to be very hard for them to get back that lost season. I really don't see any way that that can be done. Um, but if we do go yeah. up to the higher ranks, and in the college ranks, I know that uh, there's been a lot of discussion about what they can do to do this. One of the things, obviously, is um, if they did give an extra year of eligibility, it would cost every one of the big five power conferences, that's the Big Ten, the Big East, the ACC, all of them, it would cost each of them almost a million dollars um, each for the eligibility of the athletes which does not seem like a lot, but considering all the lost revenue this year, it is going to be a very challenging thing to overcome. Yeah, I mean, I understand that, but I'm sure they got a lot in the reserve to overcome it, though, because they're probably getting maybe about twice that or three or five times that, you know what I'm saying, per year out of that particular athlete. You know, But that's another subject for another day, so I got you. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, and the, we'll get into that, and, uh, you know, the, just the... Before we get into that again, uh, just tie that up. They are going to be voting on March 30th what to do as far as with eligibility of athletes. So mm. it will be interesting to see yeah, what happens come to that vote. Right. But even if the board of directors that does vote, vote upon if they're in agreement that they do want to try to move forward with getting that extra year of eligibility, the NCAA will then have to also approve it. So still a few steps in seeing how that goes. Right. Uh, but you know, for all those athletes that have lost it, I do hope and pray that they get a chance to somehow get back what they lost. Absolutely, uh, you know. Absolutely. But you know, again, you know, we we try to try to keep life as normal as possible right now, and hope that we can foresee better times in the future. Indeed. So, all right. Well, at this point, you know, with uh, Jay joining us again, thank you very much for you know your your insight and your intake on things. And again, we wish you the very best. Um, when we come back from our commercial break, like I said, we're going to be having the coach of the Rowan College of South Jersey Cumberland Campus team, and we'll get into some more topics, which includes, you know, delving into the impact of owners and how they've been dealing with coronavirus. We've been seeing the athletes response, but we've seen a couple responses from owners, and I want to talk about two owners in particular, our local Josh Harris of the Philadelphia 76ers mm. and the Boston Bruins. Uh, Jeremy Jacobs, who is the owner, and two responses they had in the coronavirus and how we're handling that. Right. Okay. So, we're going to move on forward, and I think we're going to head down to a commercial break in just a minute. Mm-hmm. And you were listening to Let's Get It. Again, I'm your host, Randy Duckett, along with my producer, Jason Bright. 
Little Jay, I appreciate you joining us. Thank you we for having me. We got your commercial me. break. Yeah, not a problem, man. Hopefully you'll join us again in the future. And Anytime. we will take this commercial break and be right back to you in a few minutes. Are you tired of using perm after perm and being left with damaged hair? Do you find yourself buying chemical after chemical to get the look you desire? If this is you, we have a solution. Lady Caramel's Organic Hair Moisturizer. A collection of natural ingredients designed to enhance and make your hair extra special just the way you are. For more information, call Lady Caramel at 856-575-7621. All right, all right. Welcome back to Let's Get It. We have a great uh, segment for you here, guys, uh, along with my producer, Jason Bryce. And again, our special guest, Little Jay, is going to be hanging in the studio with us. Guys, we had a good first segment. I'm looking forward to our next segment, which includes our another special guest, um, who's gonna, we're going to be getting on the phone in just a minute. Again, the head coach of the local Rowan College of South Jersey, Division Three Junior College softball team, Magic Mirrors. So let's get right into that and get Magic on the phone for his perspective on how it's impacted the college team. All right. Magic Miz, double M. I can't wait to talk to him. You know what I mean? Sounds yeah. exciting. Yeah, it does, right? Magic Miz. All right. Let's dial him up. Hello? Yes, hello. Is this Magic Miz? Hello, is this Magic Mears? Hey, Magic, how we doing, man? Hold on, is Magic Mears? Are you there, Magic Mears? Yes, yes, it is. Hey, Magic, how we doing, man? This is Randy. How are you? What's up, Randy? How you doing? Doing good, man. I'm good, man. I'm good. Thank you for joining us here uh, on Let's Get It, uh, being our special guest, a little insight tonight, doing a, a show about the impact of, obviously, the coronavirus and its impact on college sports. Um, now, Magic is the head coach of the Rowan College of South Jersey Cumberland Campus, um, Division Three Junior College softball team. We appreciate him coming on with us tonight. Absolutely. Um, thank you, thank you. Magic, man, one of the things I want to get right into it, and um, obviously your has season is canceled or been postponed. How's it? How's that worked out so far? Um, it, it, it's been a rough change just to uh, get used to not having anything to do. Like we've been working hard. You work, you work hard from the, uh, September all the way till we were one day away from getting ready to go to Myrtle Beach, our spring training. And it was just a lot of back and forth for what was going to happen. Um, they didn't know if they were going to play the conference games or if they were just going to just cancel all. And then finally, they just broke the news and said we got to cancel the whole season. Wow. That's now, tough. as the coach, obviously, you know, you're the one that gets that first news of that, uh, I'm sure. And, you know, so kind of walk us through a little bit of like, what was that like telling your, your girls that there would not be any season after all the hard work they put it into? Um, well, well, what we did was, as as a whole athletic department, we brought the baseball and softball team together and uh, the gymnasium, and we, we broke the news to them, and pretty much everybody everybody left. I turned around, and my girls are still there because it's, 
it's like they're looking at me for the answers, like saying, now what? There's a lot of emotions, a lot of tears, a lot, a lot of, there were some animals, there were some angry, some girls that were angry because we, we work hard. The girls were doing CrossFit. They were practicing five days a week. They were oh, doing wow. study halls one day a week. Everything was mandatory. They, they put a lot of hard work, sweat and tears in, into this. And yeah, some girls that were injured and, it, and, and it was tough. It was, it was a tough thing to, to tell because a lot of these girls, that's all they know. I know um, as uh, as we had the opportunity to play baseball together, which seems like a whole nother lifetime ago, I know how much you appreciate the game. <laughs> yes, <also. it> was. <laughs> so I can tell you that, uh, you know, just a little personal side note, I can tell you that Coach Mears probably had the quickest bat speed I ever saw in my life. I'll tell you that. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 still, I, I still practice with the girls. I, I still go out there and uh, I, I, let, I let them try to strike me out. Let them, so we, we go out there, we get it in together. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you can still put one out a little bit if you need to, though. Yeah, yeah if need be, I do. But you know what? I just I go out there and try, to, <laughs> try to lead by example. Yo, yeah, you don't you don't want to show off Absolutely. too much. So, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, you know, what one of the things too, though, um, you know, on the show tonight too. Um, again, you know, we have uh, my producer's son, um, who's you know, uh, he's 14 years old. He's also you know working his way back. Um, you know, as we talked touch base earlier on in the show, touch base um, about him coming back, and you know his high school season was also you know you know impacted, um, and then the impact of the schools also. So you know we're getting the perspective of a lot of people from the college ranks to the high school ranks and how it's impacted everybody. Yeah, it's so, it's, it's really it, it really hit hard, um, it hit hard across the country, um, pretty much like. Think about it. Sports is what everybody does to get away. Even though a lot of parents complain about the the traveling and all the time invested, but now when you sit back and think about it, it's, it's something that everybody loves to do. You get to travel, meet different people, and, and you, you just vacation different places that you never thought you ever been to. It's a break from Absolutely. the norm. It's a break from the norm. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a yes. break from the norm. Yes, it and, is. That, and, that, and now that break is gone. It's like, wow. Like, you know, <laughs> you you miss what you yeah. what, what you had. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it, absolutely. My girlfriend, uh, the other day, we're driving. And we see a bunch of kids outside playing. I'm like, wow, I haven't seen kids outside playing in, in, in so long. Right. It, 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 it's different. It, it, it's different. It, it's very tough to get, get adjusted to. Sure. Absolutely. It is. And that is one of the positives, if there is anything that we can say about it is it has brought people closer together made people kind of be more active be more involved with different things that they kind of were once in a while um you know doing now that's becoming a regular activity playing board games doing things like that so there's yeah. still some positives to look at um now coach Mears, one of the things i wanted to talk about with you um as being a college coach was that and we discussed it you know for a lot of your girls potentially who are looking to move on to play like at a four-year university or somewhere like that um you know for those who lost their, you know, their year like right now, how does that go about, you know, kind of, you know, either sending other schools videos or promoting your girls but not having any on-field, you know, um, activity now to show other coaches? How's that been? It, that, it, that's been tough. Um, the, the, the tricky situation we got here, like the girls, the girls and the boys, as long as you didn't play 60% of your season, you get a year eligibility back. Oh, you um, do! Wow. So everybody gets every, so everybody's allowed to return back. But the tricky part is a lot of the girls and the boys already have enough credits to graduate. So now it's 
do they want to come back and just take classes just to take classes just to play? Or do they move on to another school that already has their players who are allowed to have another year eligibility? So now it just it's, it's a long-term effect. It's not just like just right now in the season 2020. Now it's like long-term effects. The kids that were supposed to have scholarships going into other, other schools, now, now you run into those situations there. So, yeah, it's, it's something that we're still dealing with now um, throughout the athletic department. So I've just been trying to keep the girls' grades right and see what we can do. But the tricky part is, is who's going who's gonna to do what? Because, you know, life, life moves on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's an interesting point you brought up there that, uh, you know, I didn't really think about with the fact that even though, like, it, at your level they can come back and play, you know, now are they going to spend that extra money? They're going to just take classes, as you said, just because, uh, they, you know, that's something that I'm sure you have to work through with them. Yes. Like, I already had a, I had a few girls already stay behind, and they were taking classes just to take classes, and now it's like, all right, do you move on or what you do? But then now they have to bank on last year's stats, and all right, hey, here you go, like, this is good luck. Uh, you got to walk on or try something different. It, it, it's a really tough scenario win now. The only thing I can pretty much do is if girls stay behind, <laughs> I can take them in the fall. I, I usually load up heavy on D2 schools, try to go lower end D1 schools to play against just so the girls can get looked at. Hey, if they stay, they stay. If they leave in the spring, hey, power to you. Come back to hi to me. Say thank you. It, 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 it's, a, it's a tough situation that I don't think anybody's ever been prepared for. No, absolutely not. Um, well, listen, man, I do appreciate you joining us. Um, before I let you go tonight, um, I know that you have a uh, local baseball academy. Real quick, you want to tell us about that? Yes, yes. I opened up my own uh, indoor hitting facility called 643 Academy. My daughter actually came up with the name. So stuff where we ran with it. So it's, a, it's a small facility where my players can come in. They can get their work done because I have Wi-Fi in there so they can do their study halls. But it, it's, it's an academy where... Kids come, not only do they get one-on-one lessons and are able to hit and rent cages, but they get to learn the game. That's what I think is a missing piece to a lot of a lot of schools and a lot of people teaching lessons. Don't just teach the lessons. Teach about the game so they can understand more what you're trying to teach them and what you're trying to accomplish and, and the goals that we're trying to help here. So I figured I'd open up my own place. Not only would it help out the area rec, rec teams, but it would help out the area high school teams. And in, in turn those kids right there come over to the college and help us out. Mm. Absolutely, man. That, that, that's great. I love it. I love the, the concept of teaching the game and not just, you know, getting these uh, numbers and getting the kids in there to make money and doing things like that, exactly. but really trying to hone the game. Exactly. And and I, I, I see at the college level when you're asking kids, the, the IQ is this. If we're teaching kids now things that they should know already at an early age. And like I told my girls, it's all instinct. But the only good thing I can think about this whole coronavirus thing that's going on is now I have some of these girls for three years. I don't have these girls for three years, but now when they go decide to go on to the next level, trust me, they'll, they'll be ready to go. Absolutely, man. Again, you know, it was the 643 Academy, um, you know, and yep. we had the opportunity to talk with uh, Coach Magic Mears the Lower College of South Jersey, Cumberland Campus softball team. I do appreciate you um, getting on to, with us tonight on Let's Get It. And, you know, we definitely will shout out to 643 Academy. Absolutely. And hopefully, you know, we get to talk to you again in the future. And I appreciate you joining us tonight, man. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Hope, hope to see you guys in the future, too. All right. Magic Mears. Take it easy.
you, yes, sir. You guys have a good night, guys. You too. All right. All right. All right. Wow, that was pretty. That was pretty awesome. A different insight talking with the coach of a, a college team like that in that level. Um, yeah, because, absolutely. You know, he definitely gave us that insight. Uh, as, you know how he's handling, how the, the girls are handling it, and it was interesting that they did bring them all in, like you said, the baseball team and the softball team, and made that announcement all at once. Right. I mean, you know what, and, and you know that's that's you know that's that's kind of maybe. You know, affecting them. You know, what I'm saying. First of all, they're younger. You know, what I'm saying. So they don't, they don't understand that. You know, these things, these things are done for safety. So it's still like, wow, I just missed my whole season, or whatever. So they're younger, and you, you feel for them because we understand because we were younger, so we understand where their brain capacity is and what their what's most important to them as well. But, you know, it's, it's just unfortunate. But I'm glad that they're able to have the option of doing something about their eligibility. And what from what I know, um, just, you know, kind of being, you know, from the school system and stuff like that, is that, you know, people can get real creative when it comes to this eligibility um, and clearance and stuff like that and working with the NCAA Clearinghouse and and, and going through eligibility and stuff like that. So there's, there, I'm glad there's going to be some, some, some type of uh, creativity that can possibly happen. Absolutely. I think that is an awesome thing. Uh, and I think that we're just going to have to kind of wait and see what happens with, um, you know, the NCAA and decision-making process. Like I said, on March 30th, right. um, you know, they're set to vote a lot of the directors of the schools, how they want to go about it. And then they're going to present it to the NCAA. Um, again, you know, it's a very important thing, but, you know, we all are still focused on safety and getting through this on the bigger picture, but again, you know, with the focus on sports and how it's going to impact that. Right. Um, but again, great, great talking with, with Coach Mears. And again, Absolutely. Let's, let's, again let's, 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 let's clap up uh, Coach Magic Mears. Let's clap him up. Coach Magic Mears. Great job you're doing with them ladies out there. And what a great name for that um, that baseball academy. What is that? 643? Yeah, 643 Baseball Academy. Mm, great, great, great name, too. Great name. You know what I mean? Smart darter. Mm-hmm. Very smart, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I love I love the fact that, you know, his uh, goal of the academy was not just baseball, but of being well-rounded. He talked about them being able to focus on their studies, being able to learn the game of baseball. And I think that's something that could definitely separate his academy from some of the others in the area. So Absolutely. hopefully that continues to grow and we'll have Magic Mears on. And again, if you're looking for a great program, it sounds like the 643 Baseball Academy is one to look into. Absolutely. Um, and, and, and you know what? Like I said, I just really appreciate him, you know, talking with those girls and, and putting things in perspective. Um, because, you know what I'm saying? Like there's the difference of those girls understanding, you know, what's happening to them and, you know, what's going on in the moment versus that dude that was um, on, you know, the one that that went viral talking about, listen, I don't care about Corona. I mean, if Corona gets me, I just get Corona. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? You know, that you don't want that young mentality to kind of be all over the place and being prevalent everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So you need those leaders and those mentors and those coaches, you know, kind of, you know, grabbing young people by the by their hands and letting them know, hey, listen, we understand how you feel, but this is what's best for society, for your well-being and for your future. 
Yeah. And I, and I, I really applaud uh, Coach Magic Mears for doing that. Yeah, because um, I know when at first, like, the news broke, I was like, okay, um, when, when can I start playing basketball again? And then I obviously had a good support system. My mom and dad would be like, eh, I don't know what's the best thing. Yeah, you're not playing. That's what yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, it's it's hard though. It, it is it, it is. is hard, and you know, just you know, touching touching base real quick about, um, you know, about that about the young person perspective. It's hard to get it, you know, get it in the minds of younger people because we know what it's like and that thought process. And it's, uh, you know, even just going outside to you know have a football catch or play basketball or whatnot. You know, something that we usually are trying to promote. Now it's like, well, you know, let's take a step back and not do that. That's right. Um, wow. You know, and, you know, one of the things is that people have to kind of, and this is my feeling, that people have to stop blaming our youth um, and younger generation for their attitude because mm-hmm. at some point in most of our lives, we would have had that same attitude. Um, To a certain extent. I mean, you know, listen, you, you, you know, I mean, like there's, there's some, you know, I mean, you know, listen, he, you know, he obviously was inebriated or under some type of influence for him to make that. Well, if I get Corona, Absolutely. I get Corona. Like... Dude, you sound you sound young and dumb. You know what I'm saying, but but you know what? I, I do applaud him because he has then since um, you know apologized and 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 you know displayed some humility and humbleness. You know what I'm saying? Because he didn't really he understand did. the moment. That's what I'm saying. Like Coach Magic Mears and all the other coaches out there, they're grabbing their young people by their hands and saying, "Hey, listen, I know how you feel because that's all you see." You know what I'm saying? But this is a bigger picture. And this is why this is happening. So you just got to, you know, but, he, you know, they're encouraging, they're empowering. And he, he just sounded like he needed some encouragement and empowerment in the moment. <laughs> he really did. And, yeah. you know, I think, like you said, that is such a key part of it. Um, I think, you know, we're now as a nation, as a country, as a, as a world, you know, starting to really come together and there's a lot of beautiful things that are going on during this time of people encouraging others and motivating others. I know I even saw that at 8 p.m. in Atlanta, a lot of people are coming out on their balconies now and cheering a lot of the first responders, which is a beautiful thing to see. Yes, it is. It is. It is. It is. I mean, you know, we we have to, we have to band together. I mean, there'll be time for us to, you know, go into our, you know, our separate uh, arguments that, you know, affect each of our cultures differently, you know what I mean? Because that argument is not changing. But right now, this is this is something that's affecting everybody, no matter the race, creed, color, gender, don't matter. It's affecting everybody. So that we have no choice but to band together. So the fact that we are doing that, um, for the most part, is, um, is, is, is encouraging. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't mean that, like, you know, you know, um, things won't go back to how you know with our own separate arguments based upon our our cultural uh, differences and stuff like that. Doesn't mean that doesn't happen, but at least that we know we have the ability to come together at at crucial moments in time. Yeah, and I think that that is one of the things that you know, like even I was saying to uh, Coach Mears, and you know, you and I have discussed even in our previous shows, you know, around Corona that. The through all the tough times that we're experiencing, you know, we're also seeing the beauty. We're seeing people come together, and we have to still try to focus on some of the positivity. Sure. Um, you know, but with that said, you know, obviously, you know, we love 
to continue to discuss the positivity of coronavirus and what it's done for us as a nation and coming people together. Um, once we get back from our next commercial break, we're going to get into a little bit of some of the negativity that I've seen um, with coronavirus and the handling of the two owners. Again, I spoke for, for our prior commercial break. Um, our local owner, Josh Harris of the Philadelphia 76ers, who is worth $3.8 billion, yes, with a B, $3.8 billion, had initially put out that he was going to cut salaries of his employees and they were going to cut the salaries that the work week down to a four-day week. Mm. So, in addition to that, um, we then had that go viral out on social media, as it does, and there was many, many kickbacks, uh, Jay, from his thoughts and his intentions to for someone like that to save pennies on the dollar when there's people out there that are struggling to put food on their table. It was a disgrace if you ask me that he would even consider doing that. Well, I tell you what. Let's. I mean, you know, I, you know what. I'll save my opinion because I'm ready to blast him right now. But I'll save my opinion okay. and we we'll come back from this commercial break, though. You know what I mean? All right. Sounds good. But this, the story does have a positive ending to it. And with that said, we're going to head to commercial break. When we come back, we're going to tackle the coronavirus and the poor ownership that we've seen and the results of it. So when we come on back on Let's Get It with my producer Jason Bryce, we'll get into it again, and I'll talk to you soon when we come back from it. Lady T's Elegant Creations, where everything is handcrafted with love. We specialize in personal and custom-made baskets, bracelets, candles, and more. So when you're looking for that perfect gift or just need a custom arrangement, don't hesitate to contact Lady T's Elegant Creations, where everything is handcrafted with love. For more information, please call 609-531-1756. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to Let's Get It. I'm your host, Randy Dutkin, along with my producer, Jason Bryce. Get into our final segment here tonight, Jay. Yes, indeedy. That's it. That's it. Yes, yes. We've had a great show so far. Um, again, we had two great speakers and guests on with us. Um, we appreciate, you know, being able to reach out to uh, Coach Magic Mears of the Rowing College of South Jersey, Cumberland Absolutely. Campus softball team, who gave us some great insight mm-hmm. um, into how things have been impacted. And again, also, uh, we do appreciate your son, uh, Little Jay, being on with us tonight and also sharing his story with us. Yeah, you know, matter of fact, let's, let's give them just a you know, a, you know, a special clap for both of our guests, Jay Junior and Magic Mears. Let's clap it up for them. Absolutely, and I I still do uh, even give that extra special clap for Little Jay for being so uh, willing to discuss discuss it on this forum. It takes a lot of courage. Well, let's give and, it up. You know, well, let's give it up for love- him. <laughs> let's give it up for him again. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Give it up. So, all right. And so with that said, you know, before we went to the last commercial break, uh, Jay, we started to touch on the coronavirus and the impact it has had on uh, economic sports and particularly how a lot of owners are handling the situation. We've had some very positive, you know, ways in which owners have been dealing with it, continuing to pay their employees and donating money and things like that. But with every good comes bad, and that's what I want to focus on right now. And I know, Jay, you want to get your 
part said too about your thoughts about our local owner, Josh Harris of the Philadelphia 76ers, who had the audacity to attempt to take away money from his employees and lower down the work week during this stoppage in play for a man who, again, is worth $3.8 billion, billion with a B, and the loss of money that he's seeing right now is the equivalency to somebody with $10,000 giving away $20. So, Jay... I think this is a disgrace that he even had the idea out there. What are your thoughts? I, I mean, you know what? It, 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 you know, do I find it surprising? No, because that's just people that you know that have money, and you know, there's greed. You know what I'm saying? And I just think that that's greed. You know, I, mean, I, I don't see him as being. Um, you know, all he did was just unveil. And display, you know, how he has a lack of humility, a lack of humbleness, and that this is, you know, everything to him is is business. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, for him not wanting to, you know, kind of share in the, the the effort in helping, you know, um, not just the people that work for him, but his community. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's the same community who, you know, people or people will you know, uh, will spend their last money for Sixers tickets, but you won't spend your money to try to help some of the workers or some of the people. I think it's just a shame. It's, 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 it's terrible. But it, does it surprise me? No. I'm not surprised by it at all. No, because that's greedy people with lots of money, and that's how they do, you know what I mean? And he's looking at, hey, listen, nobody's in here watching games. I'm losing money. And I get it. You know what I'm saying? I get it. But I'm sure the way the, you know, the political climate is that there's money that's going to be available for him to recover um, for his losses and stuff like that. So the, it's just it's just greed. That That's just it. It's just sheer greed. But, you know, something you can do about it, you know? It absolutely is, Jay. And uh, I'm in complete agreement that with a lot of what you said, that I'm not surprised that this is the motive that he went. I'm not surprised this was the route that he wanted to go, you know, because people are always going to say that, you know, at the end of the day, he's a business owner, you know, and his business was losing money. And so that's why he wanted to do what he could to cut some costs at this time when revenue was not as high. Right. But you hit on a very key point that he is doing this to a society, to a fan base, especially the Philadelphia fan base, which is very loyal, uh, who spend their money, their last part of money, on Sixers tickets, he's giving that attitude towards the, you know, fan base and how he really feels about it. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I think, and I, and I'm not saying that you know, as I'm sitting here, I'm listening to you, and I'll get a chance to ponder for a minute. Like you know, I'm I'm sure he still has to pay salaries too, but but you you're making you're still you're still ahead. Like you're ahead of the game. Okay, um, you you know, I mean, you're you're way ahead. So this little setback. It's going to set you back a little bit, but it's not setting you back where you're going broke and you're changing your whole lifestyle. No, that's not happening. Okay. But it's affecting you. Yeah. But I think that, you know, you need to, you know, sometimes it's, sometimes it's about, it's, sometimes it's about how you do business. You know what I'm saying? Like business 101 is, you know, you protect you know, you know, those people that are loyal to you that are working for you. You know what I'm saying? You know, and once once they once people get to see, like, wait a minute, hold up. He didn't he wasn't really there for me during the time when America was going through this crisis, blah, blah, blah. That employee is not gonna wanna work hard for you. They'll work, but they're not gonna wanna work hard for you. 
You know what I'm saying? There's people in that in that in that um arena that that work their their behind off. I mean, you know, I spoke to a lady at a concession stand, asked her, you know, and I might have had a little bit to drink there, but I, you know, I need I like conversation. <laughs> so I asked her, I said, listen, how do you like working here? She loved it. She loved the experience. She loved to be able to be around the customers. She loved the environment. She loved her job. And part of that loving her job was loving from the top down, how they made her feel in that job experience. Okay? So now, yeah, so now, so now, now you're saying, no, I'm not paying you. Okay? Now, you know, I, you value me, but I don't have to value you. Yeah, I don't know that, you know what I mean? That, there's no reciprocity. So that's kind of what he showed. I think he's. I think that he's selfish. I think that um, he's humbleness, and he got exposed. Now, of course, you know, I'm sure that you know, um, you know, there was an outcry, and and you you can speak more to that, and then that made him kind of change his mind. But you know, I mean, you don't forget. You know, what I mean, it's it's like you know, it's like it's 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 almost like to that person that says something nasty and dirty to me, but then apologize later. I'll forgive you, but I ain't never forgetting. Never forgetting. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, that is such a good point of what you said. And again, you know, speaking with people, um, especially speaking directly with somebody who worked at the center down there, you know, how much she loved it. You know, if you had a boss or somebody that you loved and then they do this, you know, kind of go behind your back, you're never going to be able to get over it. I mean, you know, it's something that's just always going to resonate with you in the back of your mind. Um, and, you know, just to, to lead in, though, too, to what you were saying about, you know, once this did come out that Josh Harris was planning on doing this and his intentions, uh, we had an awesome step up from one of our local athletes, Joel Embiid, who went right to social media and said that he is going to donate $500,000 out of his own pocket to cover whatever cost it may be during this time so that Josh Harris doesn't have to, to do this and nobody loses money. So I want to give a shout-out and clap to Mr. Joel Embiid for stepping up big time. Can we give Joel a little yes, shout Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. For the process. Let's go to process. And if, and if you don't mind, no. and if you don't mind, I actually want to give him another clap because you know what? He actually um, put out a private message out there in a post to to call Anthony Towns. And if, you know, for the local fan, they know that there was a, a, a pretty heavy battle and Twitter beef between, um, you know, him and uh, call, Anthony, call Anthony Towns. And, you know, it's good to see that he can look things beyond basketball and, and kind of show his human side and really offer like some encouragement and support for one of his basketball brothers in call Anthony Towns. So I'd like to give him a shout out as well and, and a, a special clap yeah. for him too. Good job, absolutely. Joel. Absolutely. And I think, absolutely, the process, man, I think that it's so awesome that he was willing to do this. And, you know, again, Josh Harris did decide that he's not going to do that with the support of Joel Embiid. But again, you know, that was after, two that Josh Harris took a beating on social media uh, in regards to doing this. And I can tell you also, speaking with fans of the team, people that I'm friendly with, this put such a sour taste in their mouth as far as supporting the Sixers moving forward. And I have friends that say, I will never spend money to put in his pocket again. Right. I mean, I mean, one would think that. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I know, you know, there's certain things that I don't, 
you know, I don't, um, businesses I don't really, you know, walk, you know, go to or, um, you know, things I don't really do just out of just, you know, knowing who represents that business, you know what I mean? And, and, and that he's putting himself in that position and that, and that's dangerous territory because listen, you know, the Philadelphia fan base, I'm a New Yorker. Okay. But the, the Philadelphia fan base is very passionate. Okay. Now New York, uh, fan base is passionate as well, but I know the Philly fan is very passionate and they, you know, you know, they'll, they'll let, they'll let that owner hear it as much as we let our owner hear it. You know what I mean? You know, we can't stand James Dolan, but you know, but James Dolan, we, if we boo him, he'll kick us out the arena. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he, he's really, he's really personal <laughs> with say, our fans. You know what I mean? Even when we come back to the arena, cause we will be back. And I just want to sure. say it. Sports will be back. We will go back to normal. We will be back. We will all be back. You know, we just have to be patient. But I want to put out that message of hope and confidence that we will be back as a nation. We'll be back to normal life. We'll be back to sports. We'll be back to normal. And this will be a time in history. But, you know, with that, I just want to throw that out there that we will be back and sports will be back and life will be back to normal at some point. Uh, one of the things, too, is that, you know, no, we will not forget. We will not forget at all. And as soon as we are back in that arena and Josh Harris face his team, I would not be surprised if he was greeted with a bunch of boos. Absolutely. I would I mean, you know what, they're gonna boo him. I mean, you know, he I mean he I mean I mean you know, I mean no disrespect to him. He he already looks like he needs to be booed regardless, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not going <laughs> I'm not really going there like that with him. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, to me, like I said, um, I just think that, you know, you just expose yourself by, you know, saying, hey, we're not paying, we're not this. I mean, you have you have comp you have companies that, that are willing to, you know, to pay or willing to do different things. And, you know, I mean, for him to, you know, to, to sit on top of his rich pile and say, no, no, I'm not giving these measly workers nothing. That to me, I just felt like, yo, you know what, you're you know what, you're greedy. You're you're a, you're a greedy, you're a greedy, you know what, you're a, you're a greedy bum. That's it. Period. You're a greedy bum. He's a bum. You know, it's the thing, though. I mean, you you had mentioned this earlier, Jay, uh, about karma, and you know, it'll be something that will come back to get him. Um, but with that said, too, I also wanted to touch base on another owner um, in the New England area, the owner of the Boston Bruins, owner Jeremy Jacobs, who also just put out. He's also worth three point three billion dollars. Again, an amount, an incredible amount of money, billion with a B. And as of April 1st, he was putting 68 full-time employees on leave and 82 employees were going to have indefinite salary deduction. So that's another owner that I want to put out there on blast and for the way that he's handling this situation. You know, you're leaving people not just taking money away from them by saying that you're going to be on leave, but that they're also putting more uncertainty into people that already deal with enough uncertainty. So, Mr. Jacob, shame on you for what you're doing, and I really hope that a Boston athlete or New England area athlete steps up in the way Joel Embiid did. Absolutely. You know, um, you know, I, I mean, you know, I never have anything positive to say about anything Boston other than my uncle and his friends. So, shout out to them. But other than that, um, you know, Boston can kick rocks, okay? It's disrespectfully cold, and you got cold owners, you got cold 
other people, Cole fans. I can't stand Boston. Okay, I'm a New Yorker. I'm a Yankee fan. I'm a Sixer fan. So anything Boston, I can't stand. I did like Kyrie up there, but other than that, I can't even curse. But yo, that's what I mean, Boston. Listen, I understand and that. And don't get me wrong, as a Philadelphia area-based show, I wanted to take the opportunity to jab at Boston. So when I read that, I wanted to get that on the show tonight about uh, Mr. Jacobs and his poor attitude towards what, how he's going to handle this situation. You know, I am happy, like I said, to see uh, Joel stepped up, and you know, and I am happy to see that that is not going to happen to our local employees and families and loved ones of the Sixers. So I am happy that with that. But, you know, Mr. Josh Harris, I hope that this is a message for you. I hope this is a lesson for you about the type of players you have in Joel Embiid and about how your fan base feels. We will not forget that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, Joel did step up. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I give him the credit for that. I like Joel. Um, sometimes I'm not happy with his play at times or whatever, but that's the fan in me. But the human in me. I like Joel. Joel's a good guy. He's a good. He's a good. He's a good ball player. He's doing what he has to do, and you know he he understands the fans. Um, that's going to put him in um, you know in another category because he 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 understands the pulse and the and the, the heartbeat of Philadelphia. So you know, kudos to he him and, and, and respect to him. You know what I mean? He does, and you know I I do love the fact that he stepped up, and it's awesome. And I'll even give a shout out. Um, to to uh, Mr. Ben Simmons, who stepped up in his own right uh, and was able to donate a lot of money to the Australian wildfires when that was going on. So I do want to acknowledge what he's done because uh, I have heard people say, you know, where's Simmons and all of this. But when it, you know, so I do want to give Ben Simmons also the credit for what he's done also in stepping up in time of need for people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's 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 shout him out too. You know, I mean, we give him props too. Whatever. I didn't even know about no. I didn't even know that Australia Australia was having wildfires. To be honest with you, but I mean, yeah, but so, that's you know, you know that's, his home. that's his home, that's his home country. So you know what I mean? Absolutely, I just think that he, he deserves a positivity. Mm -hmm. But like I said, you know, um, with that being said, you know, we're kind of going to close out here into our final thoughts of the show. Um, you know, one of the things that we had discussed today again is the impact on the local level for our youth. Again, we heard from uh, Little Jay and how. He's been feeling, we've heard about how he's discussed with his friends and, you know, the loss of the local baseball season, the local high school track season, softball season, and how for those youth um, who at first, you know, it was cool to be off of school for a few days, aren't really feeling it the way that it was before. Um, so, you know, we hope that things do get back to normal sooner rather than later and that, you know, even on a higher level, you know, we got a chance to talk with uh, Coach Magic Mears of Rowan, College of South Jersey uh, girls softball team, the Cumberland campus. And it was really great to hear the insight that he provided to us and knowing that he's also there to help lead these girls and lead the youth because we do need to all come together. Um, before we wrap up tonight, Jay, do you have any final thoughts on what we discussed tonight? I mean, the only final thought that I have, um, honestly, is... Um, you know, I, I, I think that this is just a, you know, is this a tough time in America right now? Um, you know, I think it's a tough time for all of us. And, and this coronavirus, this coronavirus, it, it it expands past the color line, the you know, and all other type of 
you know, uh, discriminatory lines, okay? This this is affecting everybody, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I think social distancing, I mean, you have people saying, hey, listen, I think I think we need to get back to work soon, like, you know what I'm saying? But um, now I'm not going anywhere until doctors and everybody says, hey, you know what? It's okay for you to go out there, you know what I mean? So I tell everybody, listen, you know, adhere to, you know, we miss in sports. I mean, you can hear it in our voices on this show that we miss sports. We miss interacting and talking about, you know, the X's and O's and, and all the different things. But, you know, one thing that we are grateful for is our family, our children, our loved ones. Um, the fact that we're able to, to breathe air, the fact that we're able to, you know, just be okay through this whole epidemic and I'm sorry, pandemic. Um, so, you know, um, you know, shout out to, you know, um, you know, definitely shout out to Carl Anthony Towns and, and what he's dealing with. Shout out to Joel Embiid for stepping up. Uh, boo, Josh Harris. Boo, everything Boston. Um, shout out to, you know, Coach Magic Mears. And, you know, and also definitely shout out to my son and my daughters and everybody out there that, you know, we we stay, you know, persevering and, and trying to overcome and, and trying to stay, you know, healthy. And even to yourself, uh, give it up for the host Randy Duncan, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and what he's doing and, and for us to be able to can still, you know, bring to you this show, you know, despite the odds, going against the odds, sound like VS versus the odds, but yeah, just, just, just even, you know, uh, you know, you know, no matter what, we're coming to you, you know, with information and 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 dialogue, you know what I mean? So I'm just, I'm just humbly grateful. That's 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 where I'm at with it. Absolutely, Jay. I, uh, I really echo a lot of what you said as far as you know going through this right now um you know shout out to everyone who joined us tonight coach magic mirrors your son little jay and for you know everybody dealing with what we're dealing with right now um one special shout out i do want to also say is to those who don't have the opportunity to social distance themselves and for the ones who are out there every day our doctors our nurses our firefighters our grocery workers our police department everybody who doesn't have the choice but to go to work and put themselves right in the line. We do appreciate you, and I want to give you guys a special shout-out also. And let me get a, a round of applause before we wrap up for them, Jay. Let's go. Let's give it to them. And again, you know, just try to stay strong. Appreciate that. Again, Jay, I appreciate you giving me the shout-out. You know, we've been doing this remotely for the last couple episodes, so we can try to continue to bring you some joy and something to distract you during this tough time. I wouldn't be able to do this without my producer, Jason Bryce. Um, you know, again, I want to shout out to the 643 Baseball Academy, which is ran by Coach Magic Mears. It sounds like a great program. You want to get more information on that, you can just reach out to one of us. And to catch all the episodes of Let's Get It with myself and with Jason Bryce, you can check us out on iTunes and on the SoundCloud app. With that said, Jay, I appreciate this episode and your work. This is Let's Get It. We'll catch you next time. All right, bro.